Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting. And have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way. As well as setting goals and updating our progress each week. With brand new episodes every Tuesday. and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week we will be talking about our game plan for the summer. So it's May 31st, like it's time to be thinking about summer and how we're going to make some sales. Exactly. The year is flying by. We just wanted to take an episode to even just for our own businesses, take a step back, think of some things that we want to make sure we get done and are thinking about this summer so we can have the best sales possible. But before we get into all of that, what is going on this week? We are recording this on the 31st. So it is just past Memorial Day here. We just finished Memorial Day weekend. Both of us saw better sales over the weekend than we have like the rest of the month, which is awesome. Yeah, it was super surprising. Like the Friday, you know, going into the long weekend, it was like midday and I already had three sales. And yeah, we were like, what is this? It's like the good old days on Pot <laughs> Yeah, Maddie called me and she was like, yeah, this is like the good old days. I'm making sales every day. <laughs> yeah, man, it's so fun. <laughs> Hopefully that means this posh algorithm is like working itself out. It's getting stronger and stronger and we can have a really good summer of selling, but yeah, really good weekend, especially like Sunday and Monday. I did like set out some offers and stuff and we'll recap all our sales later in the episode, but people were shopping. It's probably like one of my best weekends of sales where I like, wasn't having a closet sale where it was just like, right. Regular shopping. (laughs) True. Definitely one of my better ones recently. So For Memorial Day, Rick and I, we went up to Flagstaff. I posted a little reel about it. If you want to see some highlights, we were just there one night. But one of the things that we did when we were there, it reminded me that we had a secret New Year's resolution. I don't know if we talked about it in the podcast before, but at the beginning of the year, Maddie was like, it's my goal. Like once a week, I'm going to work from a coffee shop rather than work from home because your full-time job is all remote. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Like, why don't I do that more often? I think we both have done not so good of a job of doing that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When I was in Flagstaff, I dropped Rick off to go mountain biking. So I just checked out like a coffee shop in, in the little downtown area there. And I had my computer with me and it was just so nice, like such good vibes. I ordered their like spicy chai latte and was just communicating with buyers, like sending out some offers, doing like my, some of my like more admin tasks that I can do on the computer. And I was like, I need to do this once a week. We need to get back to it. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to do it on like the same day, even though we're not together. Yeah. Like, okay, Thursday, it's Thursday. Where are you going? Like, yeah, every day we, we want to do it. I know I, I worked from a coffee shop. It was just a Starbucks. It wasn't anything really that exciting, but 
still. Maybe it was last week or the week before and it was just in the morning for a few hours, but it was so fun to like go somewhere else. And like, I was way more productive than I would have been at home for those couple hours just because I was like, you know, forced to just sit there. <laughs> but yeah, I brought definitely... my dog Charlie with me. Oh my gosh. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's better than that? Coffee, Charlie, getting a little work done. <laughs> great all around yeah it's crazy what a change of scenery will do totally i feel like i was only there like 45 minutes i feel like i got so much done that i would have dragged that exact same workout like all day at home and like you know what i mean like i was not just a good change of environment i think does like help productivity too another update this week is i downloaded like it's just a website but i made an account on (laughs) vendu which is one of the platforms that you can use as like a third-party tool and it helps with cross-listing. I've been wanting to get some of my items onto multiple platforms. I was doing a little bit of cross-listing over the last few weeks. It is kind of time-consuming like doing it all manually. So I downloaded Vendu. It works like a little differently than the ones we had used before. Like you have to, the subscription plans, there's like different tiers of it. It's based on like how many new listings you're going to put up each month. So I think I have Hmm. the plan right now that's like for 125 listings because I figured that would be like a good amount for me to try to get like cross-listed this month. Then I also had to get a couple of the upgrades with it that are like, it's very customizable, which I like because then it's like, if you know you're not going to use certain features of it, you can get a lower price or just pay for what you really want, which is cool. So I have like the one that will let me easily like delist items if they sell on one platform because I feel like that is what I hate about cross-listing is I'm so bad at managing it past the the day where I like list it all. Then we have those heartbreaker moments where like something sells on Mercari that's like already sold on Poshmark. So it is cool on there. So if something sells, you automatically like in a click or two of the button, get it deleted from all the other sites. So I'm hoping since I'm like paying for a service, I'm hoping this will give me the motivation I need to like use my 125 listings to get those done this month and then keep up with the like delisting of it. I'm hoping for like every couple days. And with that, I added one more platform to my repertoire. So we've already been cross-listing on Mercari and Depop and Poshmark. I made an account on TradeZ, which from what I can tell from other resellers, I think is more like higher end, more name brand items do well on there. So I'm trying to like keep that in mind with what I'm deciding to cross list over there. Since I only have the 125, I can't just put my whole closet over there. Yeah, I only have 11 listings right now, but I'm hoping for my first sale over there any minute. Are the Jimmy Choo's one of them? (gasps) Actually, no, I need to put those over there. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm dropping the ball. All right. Well, I'll give some (laughs) updates next week and I'm sure I'm going to have all my luxury, my five luxury items in my closet listed over there soon. Perfect. That is so smart though. Like now would be the time to add another platform. They have it. So you could link it to like Facebook marketplace and Etsy. They have eBay too, but yeah um (laughs) should i make an etsy shop and i could like sell more of my vintage stuff over there i don't know yeah i'm thinking about it might as well get them all cross-listed if i'm doing the work anyway but what's new with you this week well i have some exciting updates as well so today 
Tuesday after Memorial Day weekend. Like, what a rough day, you know? You got to, like, get up, <laughs> get back to work. I've been sleeping for, like, 12 hours a night these last couple days. And then this morning, I have to get up to work. Like, come on. But I open my phone, and the I wake up to the best text message. It's from Mercari being like, you made a sale. But it, they never have any, like, details, which is yeah. kind of exciting. Then you're like, oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> click, 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 click. To the app. And I sold a dress for $160, which <gasps> is my highest sale ever. In Amazing. the history of my reselling. So that was super exciting. It was full price offer. I think I might have sent when you can send like the 5% off offers to people that liked it and stuff like that. Got it, so got I it. might have dropped a little bit, but I was like shocked. That was one of the items that I got from Buffalo Exchange with our trading credit. So it's like best case scenario of <laughs> like it's selling for a lot. So that was a really exciting way to start my day. You know, you don't want the sales to affect your mood, but sometimes they do. <laughs> well, you don't want them to affect your mood in a bad way, but there's nothing saying you shouldn't ride out the high highs of a uh, really big sale. <laughs> yeah. Exciting, especially on the last day of the month. Like, come on. That's what I was I just going to say. I'm like, <laughs> May 31st, she comes in with her best sale in history. Like, great time to do it. Yeah, exactly. If I seem extra chipper today, that is why. <laughs> a little skip in her step. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, Memorial Day weekend was great. We were dog sitting for some friends of ours, a little dachshund, which is just super fun to have two dogs running around. <laughs> so that was fun. Another unrelated to reselling update is I had a... I feel like we've talked about it before that like we get in like reading phases and my goal for 2022 is to read 12 books, like one book a month. And I am back on track. I'm five books in <gasps> on the last day of May. I just finished reading Malibu Rising, which I feel like was a really popular book like last year oh, or yeah. even the year before, but kind of sad but but really good like half is like sad and then it kind of picks up where it's there's a lot going on of course but, but yeah that was a really good book yeah I'm, I'm very much in a reading phase right now which is a great habit to get into that is amazing I also at your recommendation next up on my list is Lauren Graham's book <laughs> Oh the, my god. The Gilmore Girls actress, her like autobiography, I believe. I feel like that book came out maybe within a year of when the Netflix uh Gilmore Girls revival came out. And I was very all in on Gilmore Girls again. I mean when when aren't we? But yeah. Um and all her like behind the scenes about Gilmore Girls, if you're a fan, her book is pretty good. And you watch Parenthood, so you're even going to get even more out of it than I did. I skipped over those chapters, if I'm being honest. I'm very <laughs> excited. I'm also re-watching Gilmore Girls right now. So it was funny because, like, the book came in the mail from Amazon, and it was, like, sitting on our table. And then, like, next to it, I was watching Gilmore Girls on the <laughs> computer. To Bjorn, I'm like, she's all around us. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's everywhere. Um, I thought you were going to read Where in the Crawdads Sing. 
where the crowd at? Yeah, it's on the list. You know, we're trying to get some fun. It's not the vibe. Sometimes it's It's not not the vibe. vibe. I know. I saw um, Emily Welch style. She like used to do a lot of reselling content, but now she has like home decor content on Instagram. Yeah. She recently read Where the Crawdads Sing, but she didn't like it. (laughs) Neither did her sister Chloe that I recommended it to. I loved it. So I don't know. I guess it's kind of hit or miss. Hit or miss. Yeah. I've been avoiding the the movie trailers because I want to read the book. I don't want to know anything. Well, it's coming out in July, so TikTok, you better. I know. Maybe I'll read it after. It's on the list. Don't worry. (laughs) It's on my Goodreads. It's on the list since February. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm only five books in. Like I don't read them that fast. (laughs) Hold your horses. (laughs) All right. All right. Fine. All right, back to reselling. I do have one other reselling update, which like, I don't know. I'm more like asking a question than giving an update. So this is what happened. I sold a pair of shoes last week and I put them in like a box because I thought that would be better. But then it's like, you can't take the box to the little blue boxes. You have to actually go to the post office, you know, because it like won't fit. So I went to the post office with my packages and they have that self station, not the computer part. I'm just like, I don't really care about getting a receipt. Yeah. Just so you drop <laughs> I'm it just off. trying to get rid of these packages. <laughs> so they have that like big bar, you know what I mean? That goes like up and down to put them in. Yeah. So I put a couple of them in and then I put it up. And then it got stuck. Oh, that happens all the time to me. That's the thing. Does that mean it's It means, yeah. So how they have it set up is they, it's like just basically a hole to the inside wall. And they have like a big cart beneath it. But then once it fills, once the cart is full, and if you keep putting packages in there, then there's like nowhere for them to fall to because they're just like, like the most Mm. recent ones are just stacked on top. So then it won't let you open it all the way. One time I was really trying to like, because sometimes if you like shake it, then it'll like slide out. Yeah. And you can fit a few more in. But I was doing that. And then someone from the back room, like I couldn't see them, but it was like through the shoot was like, it's full. And it was really sad. (laughs) (laughs) And it was when our cousin Shelby was visiting me and her and her husband helped me take the back. No. (laughs) They yelled, stop it's full and I'm like oh this has never happened before which really hasn't usually when something gets stuck I can always like maneuver it and get it unstuck but yeah 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 interesting yeah I couldn't tell if if it was full or if I broke it I was definitely like pulling on it for a while then I just ended up going in the line to like drop them off the rest of them off yeah but they always figure it out once they're in there you're fine but yeah, then you just have to bring them to the counter if you can't fit the rest. Yeah, I definitely have that at my normal, like, little blue box, especially on, like, yeah. days because the weekend it probably gets really filled up where, like, you're trying to shove a couple more yeah. in there. And they're barely, they're barely going. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Not our best moment, but got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Got to get the uh, tracking going, so... <laughs> <laughs> You get any more of those shipping reminders. Yeah, exactly. All right. So next up, we are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. 
each week we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. All right, Maddie, I'll let you take this away. This is your Mercari update. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I always have the Mercari? We don't know if this is... we. <laughs> Maddie's got her finger on the pulse of those Mercari updates. <laughs> I also, make we don't know if this is, this is a disclaimer for the Sisters of Bosch listeners. We don't know if this is a real update or if Maddie like hallucinated because we can't find any more info on it. All right, go ahead. Okay, it popped up when I made a sale and then I researched it. Now I can't find anything, but I think it's real. So what I saw... <laughs> So we all know that Mercari has like a local shipping option where like someone can buy it locally and then basically you can get it like Ubered to their house. <laughs> yes. Which is we hilarious. know about it, but we still haven't tried that. <laughs> I know. Still need to work on that. And that I think is about like 10 or $11 to do that option. But then it's like you can get it the same day. So that's like a huge perk. There's also options with the shipping on Mercari if it's like a weird item to go to a UPS store, you just like give it to them and they like package it up for you. So there's a lot of like different types of shipping on Mercari. There's the traditional, you package it up yourself. But today I saw a pop up an option where for $3.99, it's kind of a hybrid <laughs> where you could just basically just put the item on your front step and then not in any packaging, someone will pick it up, make all the packaging for you, and then it'll ship across the country to where it's supposed to go for $3.99, which, okay, for us as resellers, you know, doesn't really make sense because we have all the packaging supplies and we're already packaging up our Poshmark items. But I was thinking if you're just selling like one or two items here or there and you don't have all the packaging supplies, like this would be a great option. Or if you're in a situation where like when you just bought your house and like all of your stuff was like in different spots and maybe you couldn't find your packaging stuff, but you could find the item. What a great option. I thought that was really cool. I tried to research it more, but now I'm not really finding much. So maybe they released it too early. It might just be a perk for me. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of follow-up questions and I know you don't okay. know the answers, but just cool. food for thought. Is the $3.99 like the shipping price or is that like the add-on for this? No, I, I think it's like the add-on. That's the so, additional fee for the convenience aspect. Oh, so then, okay. So it's like, if it's like $6 to ship it and then it's, you pay $3.99 to have them package it for you. I think. think so. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Second of all, do you think that this Mercari program is more aimed at like furniture, homeware, because I know a lot of people sell like electronics, home goods, stuff on Mercari. Totally. And sometimes that can be awkward to package. So I'm thinking that makes more sense to pay like $3.99 for than like, you know, for selling a pair of jeans and setting it out there. Do you Definitely. think it, like that's more what that's they like have in breakable. mind? Yeah, I think it's similar to the program they have where you can just go to the UPS store and the, like the UPS store yeah, figures yeah. out what how to package it for you. I think it's like exactly like that, but the convenience of you don't have to even go to the UPS store. <laughs> yeah. Outside. Okay, I'm having a, one more follow-up question. Great. Is this affiliated with UPS or why do you keep bringing up no. UPS? <laughs> no, okay, when I was trying to find 
more about this, I kept finding that UPS thing. So that's, that's kind why, of an update too. That's why you're so <laughs> fresh on this UPS program. Yeah. Okay. So like who comes to your door then? Is it like, cause I thought this, they were partnering with Uber before for the Mercari local or they were partnering with Lyft. So is it the Lyft driver? That's hilarious. If it is, I have no idea. And how do they have packaging supplies on them? Or this is know. separate. This doesn't really have to do with the local. This is its own thing. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm going to keep looking into it and I'll get back to you. This is a little yeah. premature. I don't know all the facts right now, but we know the headlines. We don't know the. Yeah. The... I was just so excited about it. I just had to share. <laughs> all right. Well, if you've seen this pop up, let us know. I kind of think Maddie might've just had a dream about this and now it's like, Oh my gosh. Becoming part of her reality. Is this What a real? sad dream. <laughs> <laughs> but that is our mercari news update okay so we are to the main event of today's episode we are talking about our summer game plan basically just some things we want to keep in mind for summer make sure we're thinking about it's kind of a a mixed bag of topics we're going to discuss all right the first thing we want to talk about is items we're on the lookout for during the next couple months here. So some summer items that we think will be quick flips. Obviously it's already gonna be June when this episode comes out. So time is of the essence, yes. But it's like, if you know, if we find these certain items over even the next couple months, we're gonna be picking them up. So the first item, you know, in the summer, obviously, We still sell a decent amount of jeans, but jean shorts kind of take over for a couple months here. But we're really looking for the same brands, but just the shorts versions right now. So some of those higher end brands, any like Revolve brands, a Goldie. um, You've had some good luck with good American jean shorts, anything like that. Yeah. The rest of the year, it seems like jean shorts kind of just sit there. But in June and July, this is their time to shine. They People are wanting them. I feel like we've both had really fast flips uh, lately. Yeah, I found a pair of Rolla's jean shorts for literally like $2.40. And I sold them for $37 within like a week or two, which was really exciting. And then I went to Plato's recently and I found someone had they sold all their good American stuff so I found a pair of jeans but then I also found two pairs of good American jean shorts that was last week and both of them sold in the last couple days for like I think four one of them sold for 40 one of them sold for 52 dollars so oh nice I'd also found a pair of like revise jean shorts recently I don't think those have sold yet in that same haul but yeah like you were saying like any of those jeans brands We did a full episode on like our top 10 denim brands and it's like a lot of those. Yeah, I recently found a pair of girlfriend brand jean shorts. They haven't sold yet, but that was pretty, pretty exciting. And for those, we're really just looking for like high-waisted, you know. Yeah, that thicker kind of cotton a lot of times, more rigid cotton. And then also... We, worth mentioning too, just classic Levi's 501s. Those still do really well. And that's one thing that you could even like DIY if you go to the bins and find like regular Levi's 501 and cut them all into jean shorts. You made a pretty good profit doing that. We saw when we were doing research for this episode that on Revolve, they're selling Levi's 501s there and 505s. That was on their like bestseller list. 
One of the other styles that we are on the lookout for as we are getting into summer here is still dresses that you could wear as a wedding guest. Weddings are back. They've been back the last couple of years again. <laughs> and everyone is just looking to serve these new looks at these weddings as a guest. The styles that we're seeing as most popular have been like any midi dresses that are in like a color that's not white and probably yeah. not bright red or anything like that. Anything from like navy blue, floral, pink, any color. People are loving those like kind of cocktail style spring garden wedding kind of dresses. Some brands that I can think of as like recent sales for us, the dress that you talked about earlier, I feel like that kind of fits into this category. Yes, that was an anthropology dress, the brand Dolan. Um, and then other anthropology or free people always do really well. The Revolve brands, if you go on their website and go to the bestsellers, you can see all sorts of brands there. We saw like Amuse Society. Yeah, some other brands would be like Alexis, ALC, Rag and Bone. I've had good luck with Rag and Bone in the past. For hmm. whatever reason, my TJ Maxx or Marshalls in Chicago would, would have those sometimes and they were really good flips. Another great brand for dresses, Reformation, of course, especially like a midi or longer dress. If it has some unique details on it. I found a, a Reformation dress at Goodwill maybe like a week and a half ago, and it was only marked $4.99. And it sold wow. overnight for, and I accepted a pretty low offer for like 68 Like I feel like I could have gotten more for it even than that. But just since I paid so low, I was willing to accept. Yeah, but wedding guest dresses. Don't yeah. sleep on it. It's a good category to get a lot of get a higher ASP out of like one item. Yeah, I'd say that's an area that we're more likely to pay up. Like if I think of items I've paid up on, it's those kinds of dresses. Yeah, <laughs> exclusively like yeah. And we said like dresses that aren't white. But if you find a really cute white dress, we've given this as a tip before in previous episodes, but those do really well, especially if you use the keywords of like, bachelorette, bridal shower, honeymoon yeah rehearsal definitely. dinner like that kind of thing there's so many like weddings are such a big thing these days where there's so many events leading up to it and brides are always wanting a good good deal on a good white dress so another dress category we are on the lookout for is little sundresses or a vacation dress the brand that comes to mind for this is like Princess Polly style of just like a mini cute little girl dress. These do really well in the summer. I actually just sold two dresses this past weekend that I would say fall under this category. They both were green. So I sold a lot of green things this weekend. So maybe that's <gasps> a tip. The color green. Trend alert. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's trend forecast green. <laughs> yeah. The stats are there. But if you think about the summer, like, you know, people are taking trips or even just like day trips or date nights or, you know, summer concerts or something like that, where they are looking for these kind of outfits to wear. Even just like an Instagrammable outfit. I feel like that's yeah. what this kind of reminds me of for summer. Definitely. Another brand that comes to mind for this is Hello Molly. Yeah. Usually a very similar vibe. And we have a lot of like luck finding that, especially at Play-Dohs. I know at the Play-Dohs in Arizona here, they usually have like a full rack of some of those online 
brands and even like urban outfitters i've been having luck selling cute floral mini dresses from there abercrombie and fitch if you find like cute summery dresses from there i've been having a lot of luck selling those they've been flipping really fast i know that netflix just put out that documentary about abercrombie with all their controversies but they have rebranded, I think. <laughs> it seems like people are shopping it. I even saw on Poshmark's Instagram account recently in one of their posts, they had put like top brands selling right now. And Abercrombie was one of the ones that they had listed. Something to keep in mind. I would say the dresses, there's like a really popular like tennis athletic dress that Abercrombie makes that is like really in demand right now. And then also high rise vintage style jeans and shorts. Yeah, I would say even those, like those tennis dresses in general, if you can find mm. find it in a good brand or those jumpsuit, like a unitard, basically. I, yes. I would add those to our like summer game plan list. And really even tennis skirts. Yeah, that look with the, the tennis skirts, tennis dresses, the unitard kind of thing. I feel like that's like the new updated way people are wearing athleisure style outfits. I keep seeing like Old Navy makes one of those. I think it's like a leggings version where it's like all one piece, the leggings unitard. But it keeps selling out at Old Navy and everyone's trying to get their hands on it that I see on Instagram. And then, of course, we are on the lookout for some Y2K styles. Those have been popular this summer still. Just like some bright colors, some like... But like those kind of styles, if you find something that fits the bill... People are looking to buy that on Posh too. And then our last item that we're on the lookout for are matching sets. So like a skirt and top that are the same print that it's kind of like the same vibe as like the sundresses, like the Princess Polly sundresses we were talking about. But I've noticed my Plato's closet like has a whole section of these now just recently yeah. where it's like, okay, these are in demand. So that could be something to be on the lookout for as well. Yeah. And there's so many different styles of them. Like I've seen ones that are like a crop top and a midi skirt or like a crop top and shorts, like yeah. all different ones that would be like a vacation outfit. And then I also think two piece sets in general, like are trending. If you find like a cute loungewear one, that's like a waffle sweatshirt and waffle shorts i feel like those are still cute because people still do like to be comfy sometimes definitely and specifically if you find one that's like sweater material loungewear set i feel like those do really well but yeah i'd say overall reflecting on my own <laughs> thrifting i think this summer i'm trying to be more selective and looking for certain styles and making sure they yeah. fit certain styles and not just fitting certain brands. I feel like we're both yeah. getting better at that where we're not just getting blinded by anything that has like a free people tag on it. Yeah. I totally have been feeling that way too. Like one thing that happened that really made me start rethinking is I was like looking for outfits to borrow from like my Poshmark closet to wear to go out to dinner yeah. or like when my, my friends were in town for that bachelorette party, like looking for some outfits I could wear to that. And I found some stuff, but it's like, as I was going through, it's like, okay, some of these are good brands, but it's like, I don't even want to pull this to wear it myself. And it's in my size. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's, probably, it's probably an indicator that the style was not, maybe it wasn't my best buy ever. Yeah, no, I, I have a lot of 
Yeah, I've definitely been there. (laughs) You hear that a lot where it's like, I feel like the golden rule of reselling is make sure it's something you would wear, like curate your closet for your, your own style. Right. Make a good brand even cuter. And if it's kind of an older style, it's really hard to get those things to move. Definitely. And then the part two of our summer game plan, we want to keep in mind that in the middle of summer, it's already time to start thinking about fall, which seems crazy because we're literally recording this. It's still May technically right now, (laughs) but in probably like six weeks, we're not really going to be sourcing for summer anymore. We're going to be, I mean, if we find like a really great bolo brand, then of course we're kind of picking up year round. In general, we know the bulk of what we're going to be selling in the fall is going to be a complete shift from what we're selling now. Get ready in like July to change your mindset and be focused on sourcing for the fall, which means like jeans, sweaters, jacket, jacket did really well for us last year. And time move is moving fast. Like I feel like where's the year gone? Right. We're almost That's halfway summer's in. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just wrote that down as a note because there's a few things that we're going to want to keep in mind when it comes to like the summer season wrapping up. We're not there yet, but we just want to be like aware of it, that it's on the horizon. Yeah. So one of the items we're thinking about is when, you know, in the next month here, when we are getting offers on some of these summer items to, you know, not just accept a low ball or anything like that. That's not what we're recommending, but if it's getting towards the end of June and you get a pretty decent offer and maybe it's just a touch lower than you were hoping to get, like it might still be a good idea to accept it just because like you said, those shoppers might be moving on to looking at sweaters or jeans very shortly after that. So if you get some decent offers in June, you might want to accept those before it gets too late in the season. So that's something we will be thinking about for sure. Definitely. I think it's kind of a balancing act with everything you need to consider. What comes to mind is like, would you rather get the cash for it now or would you rather hang on to it for for a year? Adopting that mentality with some of the items that are super duper summery and couldn't really be worn as like a transition piece. Cause I think there's some stuff where it's like, it's summery, but like you could wear it in the fall with this or that kind of thing. Yeah. But if it's like straight up a sundress that has like bright, colorful lemons all over it or something like that, or you know what I mean? That's super yeah. summery. And someone sends you an offer and it's, if it's like less than what you were wanting to get for it, just thinking about like, do I want to be hanging on to this until next summer or not? I was just going to say, and like we said, like, we're not totally there yet where you need to be like worrying on May 31st about accepting offers on summer stuff. Like there's still definitely a few good months of summer left, but especially over the next couple months, just always have that in the back of your head of like, when's that balance scale, like shifting into the opposite direction. Yeah. And something we're going to do later this summer to help push some of those items out. So we're not holding them all winter long is run a closet sale and frame it as like a end of summer sale or something like that some kind of sale to highlight our summer items so it could be running a sale on like all my summer items if it has a sun emoji in the title it's 50 (laughs) percent off or something like that to kind of push those items specifically not hanging on to them 
for another Forever. year. Because that's the <laughs> that's the scary part of hanging on to an item for a whole nother season is like, will it be in style next season? Yeah. Please let and the it trends be. are moving fast, so you it's a it's a gamble. Yeah. <laughs> also, like the fall items in general, like jeans, sweaters, jackets are just more bulky to store. You gotta clear any room you can now with this summer right. stuff. <laughs> True. <laughs> You're gonna be overstocked. But yeah, we're not there yet. So it's not like panic mode or anything like that, but just something to keep in mind during June and July before all of a sudden summer's over and we have too yeah. many Princess Polly dresses lying around or something. <laughs> yeah. I really think like mid-July is when you got to start having a game plan to get wrapped up with these final summer items. Yeah. Hopefully get rid of them this year. I think but. like when the school supplies start showing up at Walmart and Target, which is earlier and earlier every year. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of our summer game plan right now of things we're going to be on the lookout for and how our mindset is going to change as we progress through the summer. It's not a summer vacation on Poshmark. We're going to be hopefully making a lot of sales and selling a lot of these items we discussed yeah i think these are like two great categories to keep in mind i hear a lot of resellers talking about how like sometimes june and july can be a little slower for reselling but don't let that mentality get in your way i think focusing on these items that you can flip fast and like people are looking for right now is a great strategy and just getting ready for the next season definitely it is fun when you find like a sweater or jeans in a summer month and you're like, I, I know this might not sell for a couple months, but when it does, it's going to be oh my gosh, yeah. exciting. I found these like UGG, they're like waterproof winter lace up boots and the Ooh. comps looked really good. And I found them like maybe last month and they were pretty cheap at my Goodwill. I can't remember how much I paid now, but under $10 and the comps are like 180 Wow. But I'm just like itching for those to sell. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. going to be for a few months probably because I don't want to accept a little offer, but someone's going to want them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and my, my Patagonia winter coat. People oh, send me low gosh, offers yeah. on that all the time. And I'm like, I'm holding out till the fall. <laughs> yeah. That first snowstorm hits, those are going to be sold. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's probably the same girl. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that brings us to our last segment, our favorite segment, our goals. Goals update. We're back. It's the last day of the month, and we're able to recap where we ended for sales, where we ended with our other goals. So fill us in. Where are you at? Yeah, we timed this perfectly, recording on the 31st. I mean, I'm probably going to have a lot of sales roll in right after we finish recording. So (laughs) Disclaimer, this might not be our full sales total. (laughs) Probably we're going to make at least another 10 grand tonight. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) But I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. So last month, I can't remember what my sales total was, but it was in like the 400s, which for me was like, kind of low and kind of discouraging where I didn't even want to set a sales goal for this month. I have no idea what to even put, but I ended well right now (laughs) I'm at 770 Mm -hmm. in sales, which I'm really happy about. 
obviously the dress today helped a lot, but that's kind of what we were saying with a couple of sales on Mercari can make a big difference. So I feel like 800 is a pretty normal, good benchmark, good month for me. So being pretty close to that again, after doing some of these tasks more regularly makes me feel really good and that I can get over a thousand consistently. You know what I mean? It makes me feel like I can get some higher numbers in the coming months. Really happy with that. Can't really be mad when you don't set a sales goal. (laughs) Yeah, pleasantly surprised no matter what. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My second goal, which was our joint goal, but I can speak on it first, is was communicating with buyers daily. So anyone that liked an item in my closet, sending a message to them within 24 hours of them liking it, just kind of saying, hey, let me know if you have any questions. Thanks for checking out my closet. And I have been really good about this. I don't know if it's exactly within 24 hours or anything like that, but like, I would say on a daily basis, I have been doing this and I think it really helps humanizing the offers that we're sending on Posture VA. So that has been really good. My next goal was to cross list to Mercari and Depop 10 items a week, which, okay, Depop, I did zero. So, (laughs) (laughs) whoops. And then... Mercari, I did some. I, I did the classic thing where it was like my new stuff I did because the pictures were like I know top, you did be- top of mind. I know you did because I I think on my Mercari, like you're the only person I follow on there. So anytime you have a new listings, it's like top of my feed. <laughs> you're getting the texts. <laughs> and I did see a few new things. So Yeah, I did few. I don't have my phone with me to count how many, but definitely not 40 for the month but probably more like 20 so I mean progress there but I think I'm gonna have to keep having that as a goal to get there and then my last goal was to work in bulk more often where I'm like you know bulk photography bulk getting the listings going rather than just doing like a little bit each day I've been Pretty good about that. Even just in in the last like two weeks here, I think I've really turned it around where I photographed all of Bjorn's items he cut from his closet that have been hanging over my head for the last month. I finally photographed them all. I put them in the drafts like you do, where you like at least have the pictures all organized yeah. in the drafts. You just have like a bunch of drafts. And then with my new stuff that I got this past week, I like photographed all of that in one day and then I listed it all in one day, which I think my goal was to like use the dropping soon feature. So I totally missed (laughs) that. But the actual like listing them all at once, I think once you get in the zone, it speeds it up. That has kind of been a work in progress, but getting better, I would say. So overall, kind of all over the place on the goals. Excited to see how we do in June here. All right. What are your updates for May? All right. For May, my sales, and I wasn't really sure how this month was going to go because so far this year, I've been able to be like pretty focused on Poshmark every month without having to take a lot of time away. But this month, I got social life going. <laughs> yeah. You had a lot of plans. We had our <laughs> come visit with her family 
for like the first weekend. I, like every weekend we had like major plans. We had all we both had our trip to Vegas for our sister's birthday. Um, I had that bachelorette party I hosted here, and then we went to Flagstaff. So we've been yeah. on the go over there. <laughs> so I wasn't really sure how to how the sales were gonna line up, but I actually had an okay month of sales. Not my best month ever or anything, but like a, a good solid month for me. I ended well, I didn't end. I still have five hours left. But <laughs> right now, as we stand, I'm at four thousand two hundred and eighty dollars for the month. Nice. So I'm feeling good about that. Cause that's good. I think my, that's within like five hundred dollars, I think, of my best month ever. I think I ended at like four yeah. something last month. I feel like if I was able to do this like while being so busy. I'm excited for next month. I, I'm hoping I can do even better. And I really want to actually make in the 5,000 range on Poshmark. My other goals were the communicating with buyers. I agree. I think like I made a better effort with that this month. I didn't have any days where I really like missed it, where for a while, I feel like I got in a really bad habit where it was totally relying on the Poshmark VA. Me so too. reaching out to the people with especially with my shoppers it's so fast and easy so that went well I had like a sub goal of that where I was also going to try to send out closet clear out messages um every week I ended up probably doing that only twice during May like every other week but I did see good sales from doing that so I I definitely want to continue like on Sunday circling back and sending that out because I always make a few sales and my last goal was five listings per day. Last month, I did the 10 listings per day, like every single day. This month, I think I had definitely an average of five listings per day. I think I hit that, but I did not. I definitely had days where like I didn't list anything. And then I had days where I listed more and it kind of evened out to five per day. Not a total flop though. I feel like good about it. No, I mean, this is the month we were all worried about for you where yeah. it was going to be make or break. I only went on LinkedIn twice to look for jobs. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Progress. Progress. (laughs) Well, do we want to set some June goals today or do we want to do that next time? Let's set them. Let's get it going. All right. I'm going to start. My sales goal goal is going to be $1,000. We're going for it. I've done it multiple times, so I don't know why I'm acting like it's a big deal. Yeah, don't give yourself a limiting belief. Like, you've already done it. You could do it again. Yeah, so I think that's doable. You know, I don't have a ton of plans in June, so I I should be going to the bins more and just some more regular sourcing. I think that's going to be my sales goal. And then any, any suggestions for what my other goal should be? Um, how many active listings do you have right now? Oh, I'm just so predictable. Active listings, 242. 242, perfect. And then go to Closet Insights. And how many listings did you sell this month? 23. Okay. And what? What? how much did you make? 700? 770. 770. Well, I sold one on Mercari too. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So 24. So your average sales price is 32, which I think is good. Mine's lower than that. And you want to make $1,000 divided by 32. I think you got to get up to 310 active listings. This so month? how many would that be? <laughs> yeah. That's 70 items. Wait. How many is that per week? 
You, you need to go to the bins like one time and then you're there. It's 17 new items per week divided by seven. <sighs> okay, let's even just do divided by five. 17 per week? 17. Divided by five. You need to have three new things per day, five days a week. That's not that bad. Okay, that's actually not that bad because I have all of Bjorn's stuff in the traps. Yeah, so we can just take that as a head start. My goal is to have 68 new listings in June. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what you, if, you, if that's what the numbers say you got to do to hit what you want to hit right now. All right. With your current stats. All right, so to recap, $1,000 and 68 new listings is my goals. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, what are your goals? I'm going to have my goal be 5000 Okay. Going to happen this month. I can feel it. My other goal, I want to kind of go on a listing Brie again to like in April. I kind of want to do 10 a day again. I want to do 10 a day and I want to go to the bins more frequently again. Cause that last time I did, went to the bins, I found so much good stuff. And then I haven't been back. Like, what am I doing? And actually I kind of stopped myself cause I wanted to say I wanted to do 15 per day. Then I realized you were going to laugh me out of town. So I I'm not laughing that. you out of town. <laughs> that's, no, the, like, that's the second tier of the goal. That's the, I'm doing 10 per day, but if I'm going to the bins and I'm striking gold, it's upping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i also still want to fill my closet with like a bunch of stuff that's just like that i'm not that excited about so it's kind of like listing goals are hard because you sometimes your the luck's just not in your favor you can't force it but yeah those will be our goals for june well we will be back next week with an update on week one of june of how it's going Yes. And if you like this episode, feel free to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And we love getting reviews on Apple Podcasts. We got a really nice one this last week that we loved. So thank you for that. Yes. If you have a question you'd like us to answer on the upcoming episode, we got to bring back the listener Q&A and listener win segments. We We've been getting away from it and just doing like a full episode of Q&A. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to remember to just do one Q&A at a time. So yeah, if you have a question you'd like us to read on an upcoming episode, feel free to email us at our email sistershuposh at gmail.com or you can message us on Instagram at sistershuposh. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Love you, Maddie. Love you too. Bye. Bye. sent it to you no dang i think this is all fake maybe i'm just exclusive <laughs> i'm gonna find it right after this and you're gonna read it and weep and then you're gonna okay. have to add a disclaimer in <laughs> <laughs>